Hello, Internet, and welcome to Persons of No Consequence. Now, this is the first episode ever, so for the uninitiated, which should be everybody, I guess, other than my wife, who has heard me talk about this podcast for the last 10 years, is the idea behind this podcast is to interview normal people, people that you would not find on the Internet, or people specifically that do not have a Wikipedia page. Because when you try to make a Wikipedia page for someone who is of no note, the Internet says, no, you're dumb, and it puts up a thing it says person of no consequence and it deletes it so i thought it'd be really fun to interview these persons of no consequence and say why are you actually interesting and to demonstrate to the world if i could say the world in quotations because the world is not listening (laughs) but somebody who might be listening um why these people are interesting and why everybody has a story to tell so without further ado uh our first episode is going to be with my friend noel say hi noel Hi, everyone. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for coming on and for being on this podcast where I basically said, tell me your life story now. <laughs> I have I have to make content. The internet craves it. <laughs> no, it is, it is perfectly okay. I'm excited. <laughs> I, I'm, glad, I'm really glad. I, and I know I, I asked a lot of people, I'm not saying that you're not my first choice. You definitely were. I literally was like, you know oh, well, what? I want to launch you. this podcast. I'm going to ask Noelle because number one, you're fascinating. Number two, <laughs> you're, you're fun to talk to. So I was like, oh, you'll do this. You're also an open book. The amount of things I learned about you <laughs> a day into our friendship because you declared we were friends about two three hours after we met yes um i also i would also like to say i declined that friend request if we can talk in facebook terms i was like no decline oh it was too late at that point (laughs) i I believe you were like no this is this is happening and then and then you continued to like make me become a bigger part of your life by making me meet your (laughs) husband online and then eventually in person and then you made me not only meet your friends, but then start hiring your friends as I was your boss at the time. Yes. <laughs> and you're like, no, 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 we're we're hiring my friends. This is important. This is this is what's happening. That's what happens. I do want to know. <laughs> whenever ahead. I meet people, I just like suck them in. I'm like, okay, we've only known each other for five minutes, but get ready for five years of friendship. <laughs> Right. I do also want to note that when I, I I am no longer your boss, I guess, is what I want to say. Like, I'm now in, <laughs> I'm in a different department. I work uh, side by side with your current boss. So, like, there's no there's no conflict of interest. I am not forcing you to be here on my show. No, like you, you don't have to come in on Saturday if you then say you don't want to be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, the podcasts are fun. I'm also a person who likes to talk about herself. So this is like the best of both worlds. For right. Me. I figured you would love this. Um, The general idea behind the show. So again is to have you tell your life story and answer whatever questions so if at any point you have something to interject or something you just don't want to talk about feel free to message me in the chat and say no stop asking me those questions you creep or something like that <laughs> okay. like that, that that's okay uh i promise they, they won't go too weird but i, I do want to do semi deep dive because again you do have an interesting story to tell as i think everybody does and sadly to this date you are a person of no consequence i tried googling you and looking you up on <laughs> wikipedia um you have nothing there um there's some questionable feet photos that maybe uh i don't want to talk about but other than that (laughs) you you have no no spotlight on the internet um i don't even want to think about my feet with this whole entire (laughs) pandemic i'm so overdue for a pedicure I guess we should also note that we are in the middle of the quarantine still. If you if you're finding this aliens in the year twenty XXX, like <laughs> we this this was the time where uh, people were staying inside because of the coronavirus. Um, how are you dealing with that? I guess we can start there. How how are you doing with the whole quarantine thing? I'm 
doing okay. Uh, my bank account with my online shopping, not so much. Mm, mm, yeah, sadly, <laughs> Amazon's still shipping stuff, you know. Exactly. Uh, I'd like just, to say I've been really good, but <laughs> not quite. Yeah, I just got a coat that I ordered from Torrid in the mail. I love I, it. What is Torrid? I, I, Torrid? I, am, I am such a dad. I have no idea. <laughs> it's okay. I was playing Torrid. video games earlier and the kid was like, yeah, I'm going to put this on TikTok if you're okay with it. And I was like, dude, what the fuck is TikTok? And the younger guy I was playing with, he's like, it's like Vine. And the little boy that we were playing video games with was like, what's Vine? And I was like, fuck, I am old. Oh my gosh. I am so Who does old. It, wasn't Vine only like three years ago? Like, wasn't that like 2017? Apparently it was in the Stone Age, and I didn't even use Vine. I was too old for Vine for when Vine was a thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I have a TikTok account. I can't say that I'm on TikTok. You're, no you're a lot younger me. than me. I want to know. You're <laughs> and we'll get into that in a minute, but, but because I cut you off, I'm so sorry. What is Torrid? No. Torrid is a, like, it's a new end, like, young adult, like, plus size store for women. Okay. Okay. Like it's from like size ten, which isn't technically plus size, but it's size ten to like twenty seven, twenty eight, eh, something. Yeah, like but that. in the age of like T Taylor Swift, like anything that's not a twig, they call plus size. Exactly. Exactly. No, I, know, I like, shop in me, the husky section, so. Me, I'm right there on the cusp, so like, it, it's nice. It's really nice, especially for plus size women that like they don't put like the, like the two X or the three X. They just put a one, a two, a three, a four, oh, a five. Isn't that nice? Yeah, so it's, it's nice. Plus, you can be like, saying, oh, like, I make wear me feel one. shit about yourself. Yeah, exactly. But the problem multiply with this me, by a thousand. <laughs> exactly. But the problem with me is that I wear a zero, <laughs> and it's really hard to find what they call a zero because a zero is really just a large. Right. But like, they just <laughs> cut it a little different compared to like Walmart. See, men's skipped that a long time ago. We we instead of trying to create some sort of X or moniker, we just call it husky. So like I I wear a thirty two, <laughs> but it's husky, which means I really wear like a thirty eight. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> I have never actually like understand that I've really never gone shopping for a man until I met Angus, my husband. But like, and all he's, I he, ever is he beefy? His name is Angus. <laughs> he's he's solid he is his <laughs> his pant size though is like a really rare one because he has such a long torso <laughs> and so like it's just weird like you know like they'll have like 10 of the next size down 10 of the next size up and like three of his size so like we have to go right when the stores get a shipment yeah i <laughs> buy all of my clothing pants. from like korean websites because i have very very short legs but very very long arms and really big shoulders so mm -hmm. like i i look like some strange anime character <laughs> if you were to shrink it down if you were to squish the screen down yeah so like that's why i shop all in those ways so like I, I i get it i understand the struggle a little bit uh <laughs> on that note though let's start jumping into questions <laughs> So how do you describe yourself? Uh, are you a professional? Are you, a, uh, um, what are you? Who are you? <laughs> what am I? Like, like that, the line from the, the, the newer Star Wars movie, who are you? Yes. Um, who, who, I don't know. I guess it really depends. Start with the big questions, talk. right? Like, you is. know, what is Torrid and who are you as a person? <laughs> I like to say in many aspects of my life, I'm a weird combination of like go with the flow and like also like an old stubborn goat because like <laughs> I don't think those are the same. <laughs> those are very exactly, contradictory. Exactly. No, they are. They are. 
But I, like, but I, I would say that that's accurate from what I know about you. Yes, because like there are certain things that I have opinions about, and I just can't sway, and I just cannot see the other side. Like like from an objective standpoint, I'm like, okay, what we're talking about is an opinion, and so you're not technically wrong, but you are. <laughs> you just, <laughs> yeah, you just like, are. every time we've ever ordered lunch <laughs> at the office. And you just drop these really strange tidbits, like how specific you have to be for your peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> but then when I ask you about a podcast, you're like, oh, yeah, we'll talk about anything. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever you exactly. want to do. So, like, it's really night and day and it's a whiplash for my family because at the same time, it's such a weird hodgepodge of things that, like, version A, I don't like, but version A.1, I do. And so they can never like, they're never sure if I like something or not. So they have to ask me every single time. <laughs> I, I I understand that struggle as well. <laughs> trying to order lunch for everybody. Oh, you know, I'm trying to be nice. Like, yeah, well, I'll see if, see if the office will cover it or whatever. And you're like, well, yeah, but like, I'm just going to order it myself because I don't like this, this or this, but I love that. And I know I'm strange with this. So what became of it was I just said, you order all food from now on. Yep. You take all the lunch orders because I don't want anything to be messed up. And I also would say that it wasn't all my fault. Our prior boss forgot your lunch one time. And I was <laughs> we like, never let her no, leave, no, no, I, she doesn't even work there anymore. And I still want someone on my messenger saying that you forgot Noelle's lunch. Because <laughs> it's one thing if you I'm... mess up someone's order, they can eat it. They can trade it with somebody. Yeah. But she just forgot that you existed for a moment. And I was so upset because I was the first person to respond when she sent out the email. What do you want? lunch and i'm like i specifically want this it was really easy there was only it was pizza i'm like i just want pepperoni and green peppers That's aren't you it. glad that you didn't get that pizza though because that that place was, was really bad it was like cardboard it was like they cut up the cardboard that they got the cheese in and they're like ah mama mia <laughs> pizza <laughs> it's like i try not to be like a snob about it like i but i am the one thing i am snobby about food because like i'll eat anything really like literally i'll try whatever but for pizza like i have very specific rules because i worked at a pizzeria so i'm like mm -hmm. hold on like when people hand me like like this like non bread with like a pear on it and they're like it's pizza i'm like it's not i pizza. cannot it's not if i want pizza i pe want like, actual pizza exactly if you don't if there's no cheese or sauce it's not pizza like I, uh, one of my friends, she she brings me home her leftovers. We used to live together, and she would always bring me home her leftovers. And I, mm -hmm. I tried to be nice, but one time she came mm -hmm. home and brought me pizza. She was like, "I brought pizza." I got so excited, I was drunk as fuck. So I was just, I was like, I was like "Pizza <laughs> is what like, I yes. need right now." I was playing League of Legends with her now husband, um, and she she brought me home <laughs> leftovers. And I was like, "Oh my god, Amy brought me pizza!" I'm so excited, and she hands me this thing. It's got uh garbanzo beans on no, it no you already lost me pear. I, don't, I don't even care what's on the rest of it you lost I me know, and, and spinach beans. and it was like pan fried and and she was like yeah i brought you pizza i was like this what is in what dimension is this pizza are you were you hanging out with flash gordon like where the fuck is this from <laughs> this is not pizza by any definition but you know some people some people say that that's pizza i say that they're wrong that's <laughs> that's exactly that yep no that's exactly you're like okay i mean if you're if you're content with being wrong have at it <laughs> so so with all that being said you you're you're uh you go with the flow but you're also stubborn as a goat can you talk about growing up in michigan at all like i guess we can break that icebreaker we're from michigan spoiler alert Ooh. we like to hold up our hand and say where we're from <laughs> I won't have you do that, but uh, we measure distances in minutes. 
or hours <laughs> in hours yeah we still we still talk about everything as if it's normal except for you know we wear the husky jeans because of all the punchkis which is <laughs> a thing that we eat on good friday and every subsequent friday yeah uh it's just it's just fat that's then fried with cream cheese inside of it or uh anything else you want to shove inside of we say it's a punchki it's fine it's religious and part of the heritage here but really we just like deep fried foods my my punchki this year had like apple pie filling in it nice nice i it think i fantastic. tried to buy some for the office and i could only get cherry and nobody ate any <laughs> i oh yeah i got that weird thing that weird flat cake thing that you brought in yeah i got bought a fritter too because walmart said they were gonna have all these different flavors and it was just the cream filling which is good but it wasn't what any of you ordered so i bought a fritter like like a whole like table size fritter for everyone (laughs) to eat you know just to try to make up for the fact that i suck Uh (laughs) (laughs) it's not your fault it's walmart's (laughs) right exactly oh that's like we pluralize everything because we're from michigan's walmart's walmart's all these <laughs> Myers. Uh, is <laughs> but, Kroger a single thing? I don't. I say Kroger's, but is it Kroger's or is it Kroger? I've heard probably a good even percent. Everything else is pluralized, but Kroger that that divides people with Kroger. <laughs> that's, it's Kroger. that's a hard stance. So, so all that being said, you're from Michigan. What was your childhood like? Did you grow up here too? Yeah, I was. Born in Grand Blanc, I grew up in Flint. Um, I lived in Flint for a good chunk. You know, most of my no, not most of my elementary school years. Most of my like adolescent like. But like you can you can like distinguish right like it wasn't Metro Flint. It wasn't downtown. No, it, it wasn't was... where the water crisis is happening. Uh, where like I can see it, but like what is it? What is it even close to? It's like unincorporated Flint. It's like on the outside. <laughs> like, yeah. like you were near cornfields and and forests, which I know no, sounds weird. No, I to actually people, was but... a bit closer to the city. Were you? I was okay. actually uh, kind of. I was like a hop, skip, and a jump from Miller Road. And anyone who's not from Flint, that's just that's no, what everyone no, in no our general area knows exactly what Miller Road is. That's where you go if you want to shop. You don't want to drive an hour. So the tricky thing that I try to explain to people who aren't from Michigan, as as I started launching this company and like trying to reach out to people, they're like, so Michigan, it's like Detroit. And that's the only thing people know. So people picture like all this smog, which 100% is Michigan. There's smog everywhere. But the the other tricky part is if you throw a rock, you can also hit an area where no person has ever walked covered by (laughs) forests and cornfields. Yes. There's this magic yes. a, bar- a part of it. Like if you leave the city for two minutes, you're now all of a sudden in yes. a backwoods on a dirt road that no one has ever seen before, and you hit a deer. Like that exactly. Is, that, that is Michigan. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. I I got off of like the main road in Davison, heavily populated, lots of buildings. I turned one road off the same day that I got my very my brand new car, and I almost hit a deer. <laughs> not just, even two miles from the dealership it's just I how it happens I, I i i frequently tell a story and you guys mocked me for this at work um that i had never really been to the city before the first time i did i or well the first time i ever went to detroit i was going to see green day in concert Ooh. and i was staying with a, a friend of a friend basically 
her relatives were really, really rich and they lived this ritzy area and you see these gigantic houses. And when we went to go to the concert, we tickle it right off this like very hoity toity neighborhood. And all of a sudden we're on this back dirt road and we hit a deer. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yep. That and I was happens. like, what is this place? Like we, a second ago, I was surrounded by skyscrapers, which is what you guys mocked me for. Cause they weren't, they were like 10 stories high, <laughs> which to me is a skyscraper. I came from cornfields and trees. There was no buildings that were higher than two stories. And even then they were, you were ritzy. So I turn and like <laughs> you hit the deer. So to set the background for your story, this is the type of, area that you live in you know you go two more blocks and you're in downtown flint so yeah so there were still like houses around us and stuff it wasn't a good it's still it wasn't that good of an area it wasn't the worst no sadly any area you go into is not a good area it's hard to joke about it but like you know people when people see flint they think the projects and they're like no it's not just that like those that is flint (laughs) (laughs) you are correct like there are areas where you're not supposed to stop at at streetlights at night if you're in if you're at during the day like stop you idiot like don't don't not stop (laughs) it's nighttime you're just at a steady coast exactly red light but you just coast but it is still a city with crime in it like it's a happens so Uh, i remember that i didn't really get to play outside too much because my because a majority of the house that we lived in it didn't really have windows in the back okay so, so you couldn't like, be seen by your parents so exactly you could just be taken exactly but, so but Liam like, neeson was not your father so he wasn't gonna get you back exactly see that was the problem but no so like <laughs> i remember that you know thankfully we had an entire like upstairs and downstairs that was done so i did a lot of you know just adventure with that I played outside sometimes, but I didn't really have a whole lot of outside toys because I didn't spend time outside. <laughs> so, so you, you didn't have a bike. You had <laughs> you rode the well, exercise. I, I remember when I did have a bike, it was great. But that was because I was a little bit older and my mom's like, you could ride to the very end of the block. But she would hate it because she'd have to go because the houses were so close together that she still couldn't see me. So she'd have to like sit out on the sidewalk and you know your mom when you're a little kid she doesn't want to just sit out on the sidewalk and do nothing no she's <laughs> but gotta she be involved can't, exactly but she can't also like really do anything because i'm old enough to you know like I, i'm not on training oh, wheels yeah. anymore <laughs> yeah. but she's just like i'm stuck on the sidewalk <laughs> that's just a metaphor for being a parent i'm like i'm so afraid of the days when i'm just stuck on the sidewalk <laughs> like you, you said that and i started to have like palpitations and like i live in a very very nice like apartment complex like no one's taking my kids and they're not going for bike rides or anything like that but i'm like mm-hmm. oh my god what if she rode away and i'm like you don't even have a bike like why are you <laughs> why are you freaking out uh, oh but no so that was me growing up in flint i went to flint schools what was that I still like? had I was really young, like it was only I only went there for two years. I went okay. there for kindergarten and I went there for first grade. So and... you remember it being great. You cut out things. <laughs> well, yeah, that was really it. I remember that we had chalkboards. Okay. And when I moved to Davison, that was all fancy schmancy with all their money and had whiteboards. When I told everyone that I came from chalkboards, they're like, "What? The 1950s?" Yeah. Right. I, so I went. To, I went to school no. in the 90s, which sounds like the 70s to anybody <laughs> who, who like listen. Like all of my elementary school had chalkboards. So like, exactly. when you say that, I'm like, oh, yeah, I had a chalkboard until I was like in high school. Yeah. So no, like I came from chalkboards. I remember. <laughs> I remember that this in kinder was it was it kindergarten or was it first grade? I forget. All I you remember were six or seven. That's okay. Yeah, I remember that I went outside, and it was muddy, 
and they're like, okay. don't step in the mud puddles. I stepped in the mud puddles, but I didn't have boots on. I just had and like they, little flats. And they fed you lead water? Is that, was that the punishment? <laughs> like, what, no. what were they going to do? I sunk so far down in the mud that I fell over, face down in the mud, and then all the older kids came and ran on top of me. Wow. Like, I was is... literally trampled. That's, that's, that's like what happened to Jon Snow in Game of Thrones. Exactly. Like, that's some serious yeah. shit right there. They don't fuck around in Flint, apparently. And, that, and I don't know how they didn't see me. I really don't. <laughs> I'm just like, like I get that's it. That's some oh. class warfare is they did see you. That's the thing. They're like, that's no well. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> she lives up near Miller Road. She's that hoity-toity lady. We're going to run her over. <laughs> so, you know, kids, <laughs> you know, you know, six-year-olds in their class warfare. <laughs> And so I was all muddy and I was covered in footprints and I was crying. And then they took me in because I'm a crying hysterical. I'm covered in mud. And they're just like, shit, we can't That's let funny. our mom That's see. why we hired you too. Exactly the same situation. <laughs> and so then I remember that my kid, I think it was my kid. I think it was kindergarten. My kindergarten teacher made me sit up in front of the class. Because she thought it was like a reward, like oh, this will make you feel better yeah. having your oh, money. I never ass understood why teachers did on, that. Like, they're like, display. we're gonna make everyone apologize to you. I'm like, you're gonna make me, like who was who was the victim, stand in front of everybody, exactly, while they just shame me more. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, I just want to go sit in the back. Yeah, you want to continue <laughs> crying, but quietly exactly. and warm. But no, I had to sit up front, and like it was, it wasn't even like interactive. Like she wasn't like point to the letter A, Noelle. She made me sit there in silence, covered in mud and tears and snot. Well, she I talked think to it class. sounds like your teacher was in on. It. I think it, in your memory, she was like, "Everyone be nicer to her," but really, she was like, "Look at this dummy. <laughs> She's covered in mud." I honestly do not. She remember orchestrated what... it. As it sounds like she was like, she tripped. Don't get her. <laughs> Show that, show that rich son of a bitch what's what. <laughs> but no, coming over here was, from Miller Road. That was that was kindergarten. That was that was the Flint schools. Are I we remember... going grade by grade? Is that what's happening? <laughs> no, no. I that, well, that was kindergarten. And first, like, I got that you. Was, that's what that's what the Flint one was like. That like stuck out. Yeah, like, I'm trampled. sorry that that's the one that sticks out. Like I, I got some weird memories like that too. But I got some good ones too. Like <laughs> I don't. I remember, I remember being really good at Beyblades. Like you don't have anything like that. Like <laughs> you didn't what get some is... Pokemon cards. I couldn't. No, no, no. My mother. My mother. I love my mother. And if she ever hears this, she probably won't. Mother, please remember that I love She's you dearly. She's the one subscriber I have actually on Can't Be Killed Productions. Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but she was she was very religious and i couldn't play with pokemon or oh no no they're satan what was the what was the other one there was all pokemon 150 and there are were... satan all 150 of the exactly. original pokemon are well satan. because it teach it taught evolution and she's like nope and evolution is satan. that's also why she doesn't like exactly it's so weird that that's my parents biggest thing they're just like if there's evolution why is there monkeys? but that's a whole different conversation for a different <laughs> that's podcast their whole thing <laughs> they have a lot things. of things but they're just, but like that's their big thing. That's like their big like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> no, so that that was my parents, and then after Flint, I moved to Davison, and Davison was good. I ended up going there for the rest of my education. I was just, I did basketball in seventh grade, in eighth Fancy. grade. I, that that Miller Road uh, education and middle class that made you got you into the basketball. I get it. I was horrible at it. <laughs> What do you say was? You say you you were horrible at it. Are you great at it now? I'm still horrible at it. <laughs> I don't think I've touched a basketball since seventh grade. Man, it is not my out. thing. You're missing out. 
I remember that that whole the whole season. Okay, number one, my team sucked. Like it was like I'm eighteen playing the team. games. Playing the team. <laughs> no, I sucked too. But there's, there's like no I, there's no games. I in team Noel. There's so a you like and games, I want you to and know we that only we only won two of them, and it was against <laughs> the same school. Like this, like the school just sucked. You played, you played them harder twice. than us. <laughs> yes, we played every team twice, and we won against the same school both times. Like they just sucked that hard. But I remember that so season. mean to make you play them again. <laughs> what is that shit? That's how it was at Davidson. Like you would, like there, you would play them home, and then you would play them again away. I think the hardest part of this whole podcast for people to understand is that there are other cities in Michigan other than than Detroit. So when we talk about like yes. Davidson and Grand Bay, people are like, "Where are other places? Like, where is that?" I know Detroit, and I know the upper part of Michigan. I don't know the what it's called. Part. The upper part. That's what that's what UP stands for. Upper part. Yes, I never thought about that. But no, that entire season, I dribbled the ball twice. I the ball hit the ground once. The ball hit the ground again. I panicked and I passed it. So that's not dribbling. You dropped the ball, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much you but literally the, dropped the ball but that was cool and then in high school i switched over to cheerleading i did cheerleading ninth grade and 11th grade yeah ninth grade and 11th grade 10th grade i tried out for six different sports i made all of them and i didn't do any of them Ooh, look at that humble brag right there oh <laughs> you made all of them huh i did I wow did. i did i made i made the team on all of them that's what you give her being on the upper single... middle class side of Miller Road. You make every single team. <laughs> and then, but I don't know why. I just wasn't feeling it 10th grade. <laughs> okay. Don't know <laughs> you why. We're feeling it was. Um, I just wasn't. From your stories that you've told me, I can bring a little insider knowledge here. Is that your emo phase? Is that when that happened? Is that when you were a scene kid? We're talking dyed no, hair, tight no. pants. My, no, my scene years. Yeah, disgusting. Uh, my scene years. That was middle school. Oh, okay. Yeah, probably around the time when, when scene kids were a thing. For those yeah. who aren't 400, scene kids were a thing <laughs> in the late aughts. Um, we listened to to emo music, and when I say emo, it's like pop punk. Yeah, we didn't actually listen to emo music. We weren't Evanescence. Crying or oh, Evanescence, sure. I was thinking more like Flyleaf, the newer age Evanescence. <laughs> I, I don't know them. All you I know, know is Evanescence. No! Bring me to life was blaring. Get your, get your shit daily. together. Bring me to life is a solid one. <laughs> Bring me to life none. and then Jar of Hearts by Chris, Christina Perry, I think it is. Jar of Hearts. Who do you think you are? Yeah, no, those I are my jams. Blaring whenever, every day. So whenever anyone says "Who do you think you are" to me, I start singing that song. <laughs> <laughs> my wife fucking hates it. But... So let's let's back up a little bit. So through all this time, Miller Road included no siblings, no no other nope. kids in your family, just you and your parents. What's yep. that like? I, I grew up with with two older siblings, so I, I you know the, the competition is there. It's real. What's it like growing up with with no one to share with? Or I guess do you know is that is that your normal? <laughs> I think what you end up getting, or maybe it's just with with my parents who are going through a divorce, they end up. To a certain now degree, they're going through a divorce. Of... Back then they were going through a divorce. <laughs> no, now they're going through a divorce. Oh, okay, I was gonna say that's a long divorce. Back <laughs> then, no, no, you're in your twenties. That's <laughs> yes, yes. They it's announced they were battle. getting. <laughs> Side note, you know, footnote: they announced that they were getting a divorce when I was eighteen. They are still married, and I am twenty-two now. Oh, okay. So they're working on it. <laughs> exactly. 
going on the latter part of half a decade (laughs) but like i don't know it's just it's a lot it's a lot because they're both they all they have so much love but it's it's smothering you're just like, can you please leave me alone? And they're like, you're all we have. And I'm like, I, I get that. I can do the math. I understand that we only get two bedroom houses for a reason. Right. <laughs> but I right. just need to be alone for five minutes. I guess is that hard being so like you, you grow up like, again, lower side of middle class and, and possibly like we say lower side of middle class. That's even lower if you compare us to the rest of the country. Like Michigan oh, yeah. middle class mm-hmm. is a lot lower in comparison when it comes to yeah. quality of living and stuff like that. So you being your 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 parents only thing they ever wanted was children so they yep. never wanted for much but like you want shit right like so yeah was that, was that hard like you're all they ever wanted and needed but like you want stuff <laughs> i got everything i wanted oh okay that was nice <laughs> they did their absolute best even through the recession to you know if if i couldn't get that random doll you know some random day in july you bet your bottom dollar that I'm getting it for Christmas. Oh, well, that, I mean, that's really nice to hear. Like, that's yes. uh, my parents were similar. You know, you, you through hook or crook, you're getting the thing for your kid because that's that's what they love. That's why yeah. they work. You know, well, that's nice to hear. Oh, yeah. I, I no wonder the kids beat I you wanted. up in sixth grade. Fuck. <laughs> I got everything that I wanted. But like, I'm I saw what my parents went through. Which was yeah, everything. Yeah, you're living in a house with no windows because you wanted that new doll. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. And so I'm still really grateful for everything. Like I'm a little selfish, but I'm just like, this is mine. But I'm grateful. (laughs) But it's mine. So, so so on that note, where where does that where does that come from that they like that they wanted you so bad? I I know we haven't really mentioned it here on the podcast, but you're adopted, right? I am. Yeah, so I does am. it come from that? Is it like we bought this kid? We kind of we better give them <laughs> whatever they need. Kid. It's true though. I'm I sorry, think... is that a bad way to describe it? No, I, I no, that's, that's offensive. no, no. That's that's what it is. That's really what it is. <laughs> they Basically, don't talk they, about that with adoption. They don't. But... Okay, they say like, oh yes, the kid is free, but everything up until we drop the kid off, <laughs> you have to pay for. So, so did, like... your kid, did your parents get a good bargain for you? Like, what was the deal? Did they get you on sale or? <laughs> They've, defi- they've definitely paid back much more <laughs> i think that my first my first season of cheerleading i think was about if i remember right i think that with all the tests and all of the paperwork and everything that they spent a few grand trying to get me and i think they spent that much if not more my first season of cheerleading so whatever so. they saved up front they definitely had to pay on the back end <laughs> yep <laughs> oh yeah i love my parents but i drained them dry yeah i got you that's the interest no wonder no wonder they couldn't li- afford to live on miller road anymore yeah exactly to move out of there. exactly but no my parents they tried either natural conception or adoption i forget if it was both in the what, did, did, you said they were religious did they try immaculate conception because i heard <laughs> they i heard that mary not. had some great success with that they did not the lord told them to try the old-fashioned way so they did but it didn't work it sounds like i mean they're getting a divorce so it sounds like that didn't work definitely (laughs) (laughs) so they they tried to adopt before me they were like 95 percent like 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 there was this one other kid they were adopting and the adoption was like 95 percent loaded <laughs> there was another kid in the running is what you said but <laughs> yeah but like right before me, their backup but like, i kind of was 
<laughs> but like at the, like ninety five percent, the birth mother was like, "No, I'm keeping this kid." Oh, okay. Devastated okay. my parents. So they're like, "Fuck! All right, so we got to get this one." Exactly. So then they so then they found <laughs> me, and they're just like, "We're only going to have it if the if the birth parents already like relinquish their rights altogether." Yeah, so the they're birth not going to attach to back. another kid. Exactly. Do they so, ever pine for that other kid? Or are they ever like, "Fuck! What would this one have been like?" <laughs> I don't know. Did that come up at Christmas when your mom's let down? Like, is is she ever like, you know, that other boy though, or <laughs> boy girl? I don't that know. Other kid that we were gonna have. I don't know, but it's too late now. They invested way or too much money. He's a writer money. now. Fuck. <laughs> but no. So then, then they ended up with me. Here I am. <laughs> they ended up with you. Yep. Why did they why did they pick you? Where are you from? What are you <laughs> what what um, was special about you when you were a baby? What made them go, I want that one? <laughs> I was the most readily available one. <laughs> so in the, in the twenty terms, <laughs> you were Amazon Prime. You were like two day shipping. I really was. So they're because... like, Well, like, we really want this one, but we don't know when it's getting exactly. here. That one could be here Thursday. Like they like the adoption agency called them and they're like, We have a baby. The parents gave up hundred percent of their rights. My parents are like, Great, where is she? And the adoption agency was like, Fenton. And they're like, Well, we're on our way. And so then my parents like paid, you know, express handling because they wanted to get me before Christmas. Before Christmas. So they can because... just like cover you with gifts. Exactly. Cause like the adoption agency said, Oh, she'll be ready, like early january and they're like no no they're like we want to name her noel so we got to get her before christmas otherwise it's gonna look silly (laughs) so we're gonna have egg on our face so after that last bullshit where the other kid had to be returned (laughs) like we don't want that so they paid and they bothered them and i came i came like oh like a week after thanksgiving okay yeah, like last week in November, first week of December. So they were kind of real close. If if you wouldn't have got here on time, would they would have named you like July or something? Like what? Were, like... <laughs> my I, my name is Noel because that was one of the few names that my parents both agreed on. And okay. then when they brought me home the first day, they sat me on the kitchen counter and they looked at me and they just said their list of names out loud. And I didn't react to any of them. But the thing was, is that yeah, by the age. <laughs> By this age, I knew the word no, and so when they said Noel, I shook my head no, and they're like, "That's the one." Okay, so you weren't a baby. You were. Not... I was eight months. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So you're doing stuff at that point. Yeah. I don't know, people, people don't, who don't have kids don't know. Eight months sounds like you're just like a little fetus or something. You're not at eight months. You can you can semi sit up. You know, you're, you're like you're you're holding yourself up. You some kids can talk by then. Like that's not a that's not a crazy yeah. baby age. It might be. I don't know, man. I have two kids. Now I don't even remember. Is that bad? You should. You should know this. I, <laughs> no, listen, I don't know. I got I into a know. fight with a lady once, another parent at the kids' school, and she talked about her kid in months. I was like, the kid can say its name. You can't refer to it in months anymore. <laughs> like, he's two. Like fuck. Like he's. I can't do it. You can say months up until they're a year old. I I disagree. Fuck, they're half a year old. Okay, he's he's six or whatever. <laughs> he's six. Your child can barely sit up. He's six. So. He's well, six months. He's he's half a year. He's six months. <laughs> but it's, I just I, I don't know. A lot of I other parents make me really mad. I loved kids until I had kids. And I know mm-hmm. that's not sort of. I I love my kids still. <laughs> I want you to know that. Like I still I still adore them. I don't care about any other kids anymore. Up until then, I was great with kids. I loved them. I, I always wanted to have my own. I, I babysat. I was one of the, the weird young dudes who babysat in my hometown. 
And but like once I had my kids, I was like, fuck other kids. They all suck. I hit the jackpot. I got these two. <laughs> they all I don't I don't I, I can't return mine. Like that's like and I, they were not a deal, I promise you. I'm still paying their those bills. It's fine. I feel paying like with interest. I feel like now for everyone listening, I I, I got married last year. Congratulations. Um, I don't have kids. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. So like for me, I think that the thing is is that when you're in my position, not necessarily married, but just kidless, mm-hmm. you have that's all, all they were of... for. If this was a dystopian <laughs> Stephanie Meyer book, it, they would call you the kidless. The kidless, yeah, yes. Up in the bougie penthouses, no. Kids. Oh yeah, of Miller Road. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I have, I have vague patience for kids, and I don't mind being what around vague kids. Patience, what's that vague mean? patience. I have less patience than a lot of pe- than a lot of people, and I've worked with a lot of kids, but there are a lot of, like I worked with like troubled kids, and so like my threshold is lower because I can't necessarily like average it out depending on the kid. So even <laughs> if you're a good kid, I'm still gonna yell at you. Oh no, you know, I can't. Like you yeah, have like you kid. have a shiv in your pants. Yeah, no, no, I can't stand a kid. The, the, they always be coming up to me when I go to pick my kids up from school. They're just like, oh, who are you? And I'm like, nothing, go away. Like, just leave me be. <laughs> Hold your foot out like you're going to kick them. You're not going to kick them, but they don't know that, you know? <laughs> got to keep them off their toes. And, oh, my God. Oh, the worst, the worst. And, uh, my daughter, she's, she, I feel bad because I've rubbed up on her. Like, she feels the same way. <laughs> so they're just like, stop talking to my dad. He doesn't want to talk to you. <laughs> Okay, but like that's the best because they're because like they're gonna listen to you, but they're gonna hate you if you say no. But they're gonna listen and like be like, okay, like she just doesn't want me to talk to her dad. She's weird, but I'm gonna respect that. Uh, maybe I don't know. There's my, little kids are weird. That's the only thing you realize is you think that you're like, oh, my kid's gonna suck. I didn't train them right or whatever. And then you get to school, you're like, nah, there's some fucked up kids. <laughs> it's, it's like that that thing in Big Daddy where they're like, oh, you're not the smelly kid. Like that's the thing. Like yes. you go in there like, oh that like that parent's way worse. Like I'll go in there and I'm like, am I a bad dad? Am I creepy looking? Like I have a big beard. You know, I I, I wear headphones like I'm a DJ that's off hours <laughs> or something. And I go in there and there are dudes they're like they're covered in pee. You don't know if it's their kids or theirs. And they're like screaming. They're like, "Where is it? I don't remember his name." Like, like they're so like I am. But like I walk in there, people are like, "Oh man, that dad's got their shit together." <laughs> I got a tie on. I came from the office. <laughs> yeah, I I highly doubt that I'm necessarily going to be that put together. My husband calls what I look like right now a hot mom, and I'm just <laughs> wow. keeping my fingers crossed. I think I other people online call that a milk. I don't know if you want to Google it, nope, but I think nope, that's what people say. He's called me that too, and I'm just hoping <laughs> that I keep that when I actually am a mom. That I will is that still a, is be. Is that a plan? Is that something that you want? Not to get, get so is it, real. Is that like you want children? <laughs> Were you adopted? Yes. Do you want children? What yes. is meaning of life? We want to have children. I we, want. We we want. We to want to have children as a, as a unit. I ideally want a small pile. A small pile? A small pile, yes. Like, what does that mean? Like, you want seven, or you want a large one that could be rolled? Like, what does that mean? Like, I want, want a like, pile of children. I want, like, three. That's like serial killer sayings. Like, do you, do you want to meet a lady? I want to meet a pile of ladies. 
Okay, well, I mean, when I, when, I was buying, when I was buying my first car, my dad was actually out shopping for me because I was at work. And he found a car, and he's like, oh, I found this car. It's in your price range. And the first thing I said was, can I fit a body in the trunk? And he's like, yeah, I think you can. And I'm like, good. The first thing you said to me as we were having lunch <laughs> the first day is you said you were a fan of serial killers. Yes. And, like, we were talking about true crimes, so not to completely take it out of context. It wasn't, like, that strange. But like the way you said, I was like, you mean like you're a fan of like true crime? You're like, I said what I said. I said, yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this person claims she is my friend. I claim she's <laughs> going to murder me. I do have my favorites. I do. So, <laughs> so on that note, with you being an adopted uh, kid, like, uh, is there a name for that? <laughs> like the childless? Are you the 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 adopted? Uh, yep. For you being of the adopted, uh, do you want to adopt children? Is that something that you thought about, or do you want to try to like conceive? No, we we're gonna our pile is gonna be a little bit of both. So you're gonna buy a pile of children? Yes, we we're, we're gonna we're, we we want to have kids, you know, biologically related to us, and then non biologically related to us. The pile is just gonna be. I guess on that note, it's gonna be like you know... check mix. <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> uh, do you do were you expensive like it, how much does it cost to adopt a kid that's something i don't even know i looked into it a little bit but i don't know exactly like i said i know that i think my parents paid you know a couple a couple grand i think okay. well, that's for all steal. of the steps but yeah. understand but you were their backup back their first choice was like 10 grand yes but then at like, the well, same this time, one's only two that was, so that was 22 years ago Right, right. <laughs> not, and who knows exactly what's cheap. got what's happened to the prices since right. Then. Well, inflation, you know, it's in exactly. this economy. <laughs> <laughs> the way my the way my bank account is set up. Although uh, I don't know, like I've been looking at houses because of the whole quarantine thing, you know, we're really getting close to a full recession, if not a full on depression. You might be able to get a baby on the cheap, you know, on the low low. Like I don't know if you you want to do it right now, but if you go please. back another road, you might be able to <laughs> please tell please tell my husband. That you can okay, get a kid on the I, low. Exactly. I, don't think, I think I'm going to be on several lists just for mentioning that on a podcast, <laughs> let alone calling your husband <laughs> to tell him I know a guy. <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> but no, no, I want to have both. a gaggle. A gaggle. I don't know. I guess we could call them like, it can be like a group of crows. We can call them a murder. Like, yes, this is my murder of children. I feel like you can and you will. Like, other people I will. But you will say that. I will. So with you being adopted and having to grow up that way and your parents were fairly poor because they, they bought you and were trying to make sure you had yep. everything you wanted, is that the style that you want to go with with your kids? Like be flat broke and give my kids everything? Yeah. I'd rather not do the flat broke part. Right. I mean, I, that, I, no one ever sets out to be broke. That wasn't an, an ideal situation for my parents. And Was I know, it a matter of the, like they, they spent all of their money on you or did they just make less money? So there they wasn't just as made much less around. money. Okay. Like we, like we were good while we lived in Flint. Like they were fine. My dad. Yeah, they were fine because they yeah. lived in Flint. Like it's relatively <laughs> they, cheap, they cheap lived to live in there. Flint. They lived in Flint. My dad had a union and my dad was getting really good hours at work. I gotcha. I gotcha. But you then, said what? Did that not last? It didn't. Okay. So when we moved to Davison, like two years later, the recession hit. My dad got less hours. He barely got any hours sometimes. Um, it was really hard for my parents to pay like a lot of the bills and stuff. We went to like a lot of food banks and a lot of charities and stuff like that. Um, my dad ended up like his his job ended up losing its union. 
he got a lot less hours. The house that we moved to was also like a bit more expensive. Gotcha. Uh, land- and our landlord was kind of crappy in and of himself. Gotcha. And so just the ses- the recession, the more expensive house, the crappier house, the crappy landlord, just all of that mixed together just ended up being like a really shitty like six, seven financial years. So with all that being said, did you were you aware of that as a kid? Is that why you got everything you wanted? But did you just want less because you knew your parents were poor? I think so. I really do. I know that for years and even now, like I would def I would kind of like eyeball what my presence would be. So like sometimes like I would ask for like one expensive thing and that'd be the only thing I asked for. If my parents got me more, great. But I remember one year I said, the only thing I want is a computer. Do not, you don't have to do anything else. Just get me a computer. And they said, okay. But then, you know, so one year I might ask for like one thing that's expensive, but then, you know, next Christmas I might ask for like two, three things that are like middle ground. Right. Or I'd ask for like seven really cheap things. Because I think it makes it sound like you get on the hoity-toity side. Oh, I got anything I really wanted. But like a lot of kids that grew up poor can say that. I can say that. And I grew yeah. up in like like basically like a destitute like <laughs> shack in the woods. But like I just didn't want a lot because like I knew my parents were poor and I didn't need a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, you learn to live on less kind of thing. So it's like, I got anything I want. It doesn't mean you had a pony and Rolls yeah. Royce when you turned 16. It's like, no, like I just, I wanted a nice pair of jeans. Like <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Like, could we spend, a, could we go an extra, you know, 10 miles out of town to this one store? Right, Please. right. Well, extra, yeah. out of town. Come on. You, you're going to Miller Road. <laughs> We've established this. <laughs> I can't even remember where I even shopped when I was like a little kid. Like, even elementary school, I cannot even remember if there was a store that I even liked. See, I grew up in the middle of the night. I can tell you right now, it was Walmart. I think it was for me, too. Especially because, like, with the allowance that I got, like, I got, like, a couple bucks, like, every month. And like, yeah, I, I was gonna like, say, like, let's frame that right. Like, you got an allowance. Like, people picture like, yeah, it's like, no, no, no. Once a month, nope. my dad gave me $10. Exactly. And, I, and he expected change. <laughs> Like you know how many you know how many crappy tank tops you can buy at Walmart for ten bucks? All of them. That's the beauty of Walmart. Exactly. So it's a little bit different these days, but back then. Yes, I think you're right. I think it really was Walmart because because I could convince my mom to go to Walmart because we needed groceries, and then just conveniently the next aisle over it was was a trip just for you. No, 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 no. Like she's not justifying leaving the house. No, I had to like line it up with like grocery Fridays and she's like, okay, it's Friday. And I'm like, ha ha, here's my $10. It was so hard for me to get my parents to do that because they worked at Walmarts. So like, like they, they were going in Ugh. there. Yeah. Anyway. Like, so like, yeah, it's trying to get me to go. I'm like, no, 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 we're not taking you anywhere. Make a list and we'll <laughs> not get anything on that list, but we'll take it with us. <laughs> no, no, I think you're right. I think it was, it was Walmart and Meyer. Those are my two places. I got you. They were the, really the hoity-toity places. Yeah, really ruining my joke of you growing up rich on the on the fancy side of Miller <laughs> Road when you say that the fancy places you shop were Meyer and Walmart's. I think well, that like, kind of breaks the illusion also, a little bit. I was also like a little kid. Like I didn't know stores. Like I knew the mall. I was at the mall. <laughs> you were like, "Mom, excuse me, this is the off brand of cocoa uh, cocoa puffs. This is not exactly cocoa puffs." 
No, let let me tell you, that's what it was. Why? Because they got the cheap bag that you could zip. You get the you get a whole bag. I still buy. I can afford to buy. I'm rolling in it. You know, I'm rolling in that <laughs> that aggressively medium money, and I still buy the gigantic bag because listen, the bag of cereal I buy is the same size as my son. <laughs> okay, that yeah, that is ideal. Yeah, and I pay a dollar for it. So that nice. is that is what I do. I'm not paying ten dollars for a thing of Captain Crunch. No. The captain no. does not need my money. He's got a high rank. He ranks higher <laughs> than me. He does not need my money. So I want to circle back a little bit. So your parents are super white from what you've described. I think that's safe to say. <laughs> yes, Michiganders, they they're Polish, right? I think my dad is. I don't know. My mom. I've seen, my... I've seen a picture of your dad. He looks Polish, but that, that could just be me growing up like with Polish people. But <laughs> he's Polish. He's really he looks like Irish. my uncle Jack, is all I'm saying. He's really German. Really German. My, okay. Yeah. yeah. That Eastern yeah, the Eastern European type thing. I got you. Yep. So I can also it's safe to say that you're not white, right? <laughs> I'm allowed <laughs> to say that. Is that okay to say um, no, on this? No, that is true. I am not white. <laughs> I have, I am, I do have European descent, but it's heavily masked <laughs> by the fact that I am, what am I? I'm I'm mainly Nigerian. Okay. I'm African-American. Okay. I'm not that Bantu schmancy. I'm like, I'm Nigerian and the Southern Bantu peoples. I'm not like that. I am African-American. I'm black. I was going to say, is that a thing? All of my friends that are black say that they're black. I've never heard. I've never heard anyone claim that they're of Nigerian descent. That's it's, never. It's come a growing up. thing that I'm seeing in the African American and the black community. Is that like you know now we've gotten to the point that we can kind are of you trace... fucking with me? Is that when like Stanley's trying to sell paper and he's like actually in the African American community? Like what what does that mean? No, no, like that, on Black Twitter. What are you saying? True. Black Twitter, a lot of black <laughs> um beauty influencers, just a lot of like the predominantly black pages on Facebook that I see. A okay. lot of us are really like we're taking the time. We have the money. We have the resources. You can do look the back at our genealogy and... exactly, and so a lot of us are finding out what we are. A lot of African Americans are of West African descent because that was mainly where a lot of the slaves came from during the um. Oh, slavery. is it is it mid mid Atlantic South mid? I don't know. You know the slavery. The yeah, <laughs> I can't think the of slavery. what the word is. You're okay. The You're fine. I'm looking for. But it's, yeah. This is not a history quiz, I promise you. You are fine. Also, <laughs> yeah. uh, how do you expect me, a white dude, to correct you as you're talking about <laughs> slavery? I do there's, you really think there's that, something. Yeah. There's something what is it called? It's not the mid-Atlantic, it's the transatlantic slave trade. The transatlantic yes. slave, yes. slave that's trade. That's what I was okay, trying I to find. Yeah. Yes. That's I do yeah. know what you're saying. That is yep. that is underlined in my history book. So Yes. I was waiting for you to get it correct, and you did. Good job. You just circ circle in red. It says bad over it. Nope. Yeah, but yes. yes. I, you know what? I don't think I have to do that. I think we all know that was bad. Some people some people just need the extra footnote. That's the fair. The little asterisk. That's bad. That it do was not bad. repeat. <laughs> I, you know but what? Yeah. I, I agree with you that, that some people do need that, so I will circle it bad. In fact, exactly. I will underline yes. it with red pen. But no. Not black pen. <laughs> exactly. Bring your I wouldn't eyes dare. to it. But no, I found out that I am mainly that I'm Nigerian. I am the Southern Bantu peoples, which isn't actually a country as much as it is like just covers two thirds of Africa. Gotcha. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> I am that. I am German, Irish, Norwegian, Welsh. Dope. I'm white. 
good for you. That's, that's the end of the list. <laughs> I got. I I really wish I could tell you something more interesting. Pretty Irish. There's mm-hmm. a lot of it. That again, that's kind of end of the list. You could probably say I'm French Canadian. <laughs> somewhere in there i don't think that's a thing my mom would say like well, you're french canadian like that's not really that's not that's a, not that's not a thing i that's mean not like, really a thing like there is french canada like that is a thing but like you can't say i'm french canadian like what does that mean <laughs> i'm american <laughs> i mean i guess i'm not anywhere near canadian so that's never necessarily been a concern for me whether or not french canadian <laughs> is a legit group well i grew up you know ethnicity. saying i was polish but like poland wasn't even a country when all of my relatives moved to michigan so like, <laughs> people talk about poland i'm like that's a relatively like new construct like like people who were polish like the the poles didn't have a place called their own forever so again not comparing the two very different than the transatlantic <laughs> slave trade but I, I want everyone to know that that is not the comparison I'm trying to make. But my point is, my mom had no clue. So when I say I'm white, I'm like, that's that's really the, the gist of it. Like, you know, that's I, what you can confidently say. I can confidently say I'm white. There, uh, I think that's I, I'm white, so I can confidently say most things. I don't think there's ever been an that issue. Is true. Not many people correct me, sadly. Uh, <laughs> um, so, anyways, on all of on all of those notes, what I want to circle back to. So, you were adopt adopted by white parents. Is that ever like? colored what you want to do with your life like how you want to go about adopting children like growing up near flint like what what was that like having two super poor but white parents it was i guess it was normal for you right like what the fuck do you know you were like Like, you weren't adopted by two families you're like i'm gonna go with the white one (laughs) exactly like i think one of the things that like I forget because like, this is my normal. I see my parents and I don't see white. I just see those are my parents. Right. And so like, I would forget to tell my friends. I'd be like, here are my parents. (laughs) And they're like, can you come over here for just one quick second? Just so we can all get on the same page. And they're like, your parents are white. And I'm like, shit, I forgot. (laughs) I'm sorry. Yes, they are my parents. I'm adopted. I think as I got older, you know, adopt, like you become more knowledgeable more people understand adoption they can put those puzzle pieces together themselves yeah, they, can, they can understand like oh a black person can have white parents exactly like. <laughs> but like when i was younger they were just like who the fuck are those people do you need help yeah, were you kidnapped hold on exactly when we came back from europe i act like the security actually separated me and my parents oh and my security, god yes and the security is like who are your parents and they were like, like do you know people. about the transatlantic slave yes. trade <laughs> yes and like I had to verify that I confidently could say that those two are my parents. Did you use that opportunity to really fuck with them? I was three. Oh. <laughs> I am man, sorry that I missed that opportunity. I actually don't even remember that. My parents told me. <laughs> That's good. But but I for me personally, like growing up, I didn't really I can't necessarily say that I didn't feel it. I didn't fully grasp racism and race relations and so i'm just like those people are being weird to me wonder why now that i'm older i'm like it's because of these reasons but that really sucks i mean like i mean i know like finding out later it doesn't really make it better you know what i mean it's not like it's not like you're like like, like, oh it's fine i didn't know what it was it's like no you remember like like, oh people were really racist to me for a long time (laughs) yeah so like it's an interesting pill to swallow i think the thing that kind of sucks the most 
I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, having multiracial families is always fantastic. There are always more, you know, pros than cons. But I think that one glaring con is that I end up kind of feeling lost. Yeah. Because, like, I'm too white for black people. I'm too black for white people. But I, I, I and I can't necessarily, and I'm, I'm, I'm not there with biracial kids either. Right. Yeah, because because you you don't come from a biracial family, your parents are just exactly. white. Was it was that rough? Like when you when, like what was that moment? When I guess like is it, it weird to say like when did you figure out you were black? When you when we were like okay, <laughs> there's something strange going on here. <laughs> my parents said that once I was actually my skin and look, like look at me and look at them, I'm just mm-hmm. like something's different. What's up? And my parents would say like, oh, well, we couldn't have kids who look like us. They're like, but we chose you. And I'm like, cool. And that was kind of it. Like, that's just really what they told me when I was younger. And so, like, I understood. And then, you know, as I got older, I'm just like, I am black. My parents are white. Didn't really grasp that people wouldn't like that. Right. But, I, but like, I knew. I accepted. And I was fine with it. Because I don't know anything different. Right. And you love your parents. Your parents I are do. your parents. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that's really good. And it's really cool to see, you know, two middle aged white people from Michigan, which you would think that that all sounds like, oh, this is a pretty blue state. But you'd be surprised at uh, how many people uh, have issues with something yeah. like that. But it is nice to see, you know, two middle aged white people who are semi Polish or German that didn't have an issue <laughs> with adopting a black baby. I do have to say, and I, it might be crass to say, but what color was that first baby? Like, hold on. Like what? Like, like was that was their I first think, choice? Was like, I think I think that that baby was also black. Oh, OK. All right. Because, get past well, this time. <laughs> I think it's really just because, unfortunately, I was trying to break your signal, but you caught me. You got me. You got me. <laughs> I didn't care what that baby was. I think that, you know, circling back to the glaring problems that adopt in the adoption process and the adoption system overall is get babies, babies of color, people of color who are infants, whatever we call them. There's just more of them. Right. And as a person of color, like you you were up for grabs, essentially. Yeah. And so like, number one. Like, one thing that was in my corner was that I was a baby. People like to adopt babies basically for the same reason that people like to adopt puppies. It's a right. horrible comparison, but the same reason. You don't, no, you're not adopting something cute, with problems. Right, right, cute, right. And there's no problems yet. Yeah. And so, one strike against me was that I am black. And you, you, babies of color, kids of color in the adoption agent, in the adoption process, they're just adopted at a much slower rate. A lot of them age sorry, out of the I system. That it's not because you're black. I'm not saying sorry, you're black. <laughs> no. I'm, saying I'm sorry that that, is, that you have to count that as a strike. That's really fucked up. Yeah, but. it is. And then, unfortunately, I I was I you know I was blessed. I was lucky enough to be adopted when I was eight months old, because once you hit one, the percentage goes down. Once you hit you know grade school, percentage goes down. Middle school, even worse. High school, you're pretty much done for. Right. At that point, you just kind of waited out in the system going to foster care, right? And yep. So, so like... The, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, but, like, so... If you want to adopt kids, I can tell you it's going to be a lot quicker to get a child of color. However, you are going to run into problems because a lot of people, a lot of people in the adoption agency, at least back in the late 90s, early 2000s, they're like, you're a white family. Don't you want a white kid? And, like, it kind of threw them for a loop when my really? parents like... Really? They pushed it? Yes. And that kind of wow. threw for a loop, and my parents are like, "We want whatever one's next." 
Wow, I'm, I'm kind of showing my, my, my privilege there a little bit like, oh, you mean there's a systemic problem? <laughs> what? Yes. You, you mean people with government jobs were racist? Yes. But yeah, I mean, when you say it like, oh, yeah, of course they are. But like, that, that just that sucks to hear that they would be pushing like, hold on. You, like, if you just wait, if you wait six months, we'll get you a white baby. Yeah. That's fucked yep. up. I can't necessarily say if. The right. Like it's that. like you were there, like, taking notes, like, listen, bitch, like, I got you. Is. But I yeah. can't confidently say that the system is still like that. Hopefully it's not. Well, that's I think I want to know, like, you know, you, you were adopted. You don't hear about orphanages anymore. People think that, that means there's no more orphans. It's not that at all. It's, exactly. We have an extensive foster care system that is mostly valuable. Like you wouldn't say that every foster care home is a dream come true. I actually called my um, foster mom probably about probably around seven tonight. She's probably asleep because she's in her 80s. <laughs> of course. But yeah, I called her. Hopefully she calls back. Yeah, yeah, I'm checking on everybody I know above the age of like 30 because of <laughs> yeah, COVID. How, we, how are you doing? Yeah, you are you anything? alive? Like, yeah, do you want me to go to yeah. Walmart for you? Like, don't go. She's getting so old. Like, I'm honestly just kind of scared. Like, she's just going to die soon because she's like in her mid 80s right now. That's like, she's rough. just she's just old. Do you feel beholden to a lot of different parents? I mean, you have your biological parents, you have your foster parents, you then, you know, you have your actual parents that, that adopted you. Is that hard? No. no no do you feel like extra love like there's like there's like 12 people that fucking would die for me but i i have so so many more people than that i really do my of course, dad of course. yes but i mean i was like my my foster mom her name is helen she had Shout like 100 she had she had like 120 kids who like damn went, you mean foster care, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Not, not like biological. She's not Mother she, Goose over there, or some shit, right? <laughs> she did adopt like a handful of them. I think she has like six or eight kids all together. You're talking about like it's a pile of kids, <laughs> handful of kids. Basically, and I was number one hundred and fourteen. So like I was towards the end of her and her now late husband's. It sounds like like Jordan's career, like <laughs> <laughs> six championships. That's toward the end. That was in the last one, you know. It was close. Exactly. And so I don't know if anyone else necessarily reaches out to them, but like I remember when I was a little bit older and I went over to her house and I just looked at her and I just cried. <laughs> and she's she's I love her to death. She has the like worst resting bitch face. She's short, <laughs> she's really German, and she just looks really angry. But she's yeah, the sweetest lady. Kids will do that to you. <laughs> she's the sweetest lady in the whole world. I tell you what, I don't smile nearly as much as I did before I had kids because you know what? They do some scary <laughs> shit. But yeah, I love her and I'm really hoping to get a call back from her or her one her daughter. Her daughter lives around and helps her, so hopefully I get a call sometime this weekend from one of them. I hope you get a call too. Now I'm worried about Helen. I've never met Helen. I'm like, you saved that woman. <laughs> I will let you know if Helen calls. I'll text. Thank you. Um, we're getting a, we're getting a little bit of drop in and out. Will you um will you drop and join back up again? Of course. Thank you so much. I know we're we're nearing the end here. I have a few more questions, but just let you know yeah. it's not gonna be like an hour or something. Okay. Be right back. Okay. Hello. Hello. Sounds Hello. Great. Okay. So I got a couple more questions on yeah, here. Yeah. Go right like ahead. 
um, that we can circle back to. So one of the things I wanted to say, so you were adopted. You said that you, your parents gave you everything. Was there ever resentment? You said that they were kind of poor. Was there ever resentment that you weren't like adopted by like Bruce Wayne or something? <laughs> no, I, no, I've always been very content with who with the family that I was adopted into. I've you were never, never like, really... damn it. Like these, these white people want to give me stuff. <laughs> exactly. I get you. Like, I understand that. And then, you know, I don't know. I love them. I love spending time with them. I call my mom, you know, if there's a full moon out. And I'm like, look at the moon! That's weird. I, that's I a call weird thing mom. to do. No, that's what we do. If there's a moon, if the sunset looks pretty, if there's a rainbow over mire. <laughs> there's a rainbow? Is that a Michigan we, thing? Like, mom, mom, mom no, look at mire. There's, there's that, a rainbow. That is not a Michigan thing. That is a wish, Noel wish and for more Hidden Valley Ranch. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. I'm so picky about my ranch and like one of the restaurants that's like closest, like Bubba O'Malley's it closed and they're like the closest they were at the closest restaurant to me that had the ranch I liked. Okay. And so now I have to drive either into Flint and go to Whitehorse or I have to go all the way out to Clio and go to Nightcap. This is what we were talking about with you being very particular about food. I don't like the really thick, creamy ranch. I like the runny ones that, like, when you dip your pizza in and you take your pizza out, there's almost no ranch left on the pizza, but all the flavor. But that's a tangent. We can go back to your question. You, you, you know, I just want to say at the beginning of the podcast, I asked who you were, and you described yourself as someone who goes with the flow, but who is as stubborn as a goat. And I think this completely encapsulates that. You said I could ask you any question. We could talk about your race. We could talk about you being adopted. But God forbid, if I got you the wrong food, Oh my God! If that ranch came from the wrong restaurant, I just wouldn't use it. I will eat a salad completely plain, dry before I put the wrong ranch on it. It's this so might be gross. the whitest thing I've ever said, but there's nothing dry about a salad, okay? <laughs> okay, no, there's nothing dry about a salad, but like all of the components of a salad, like outside of like the meat and the croutons, has a, like a pretty flat flavor. This is like with my wife; she like she'll get a salad and she's like putting ranch on it, and I'm just like chewing on leaves like I'm a goat. Yes, I have friends who do that, and I'm like, yeah. oh yes, thick water, crunchy water, eat well, yeah, ice crunch, cube. Crunchy water Get is delicious. If I'm eating an ice cube, yes, a but fresh not when I'm eating bean a salad. is probably a fresh green bean or a fresh cucumber is probably my favorite food in all of the world. So, I think yeah, I think that now that's the whitest thing I've ever said. <laughs> that cucumbers are the one vegetable that I've never found like a certain way that I enjoy eating it. Spinach, yes. Okay, so listen, I know you said you don't regret being uh, uh, not adopted. You don't regret being adopted by, by normal people and not Bruce Wayne. But I think you need some more hoity-toity this. You don't like cucumbers? Have you ever had my... a cucumber sandwich? No, that's like my personal water? hell. Have you ever had cucumber water? No, I drink coconut water. I'm drinking cucumber water out of a kind of funny mug right now, and it's delicious. It's the best nope. thing I've ever drank. Nope, nope. If anyone wants to create my hell on earth, just make it so that everything I eat has cucumber in it. I'll know this. If you ever wrong me or if I ever end up being <laughs> your boss again, I'm going to threaten you with cucumbers. Oh, they're so gross. Like, <laughs> so, so I guess circle back into my to my questions here. If you never had resentment towards your parents for not being like Bruce Wayne, which, wow, Bruce Wayne rich that was like a tongue mm -hmm. twister did they ever resent you for not being like some sort of prodigy were they ever like disappointed that you were like i'm gonna go work in an office like i'm not gonna be president like where they were like fuck we should have went with the other kid <laughs> they 
definitely rode the struggle bus with their pride with <laughs> me during high school. High school was really rough. Like, 10th grade was good. Ninth <laughs> grade was a blur. Happened in grade? What happened in 10th grade? I don't know. I don't know. 10th grade was good, and I don't know why, because 10th grade was also the same year that I had probably, out of all of my relationships, the worst. 10th grade was before Angus. But, like, that was, like, the worst relationship that I had, and it was the worst, and it was the longest up to that point. I mean, you're from Michigan, and you weren't married in high school or had a baby (laughs) before you graduated, so I feel like you're top tier. That is true. That is true. You know, those basic levels, I I passed a lot of the things, but it was just, it was a horrible relationship. I don't know why I did good in 10th grade, considering that I was in a horrible relationship that, like, I cried all the time. So you seem like they loved you, but the bar was kind of high with what they were hoping. They they bought you, you know, cool three yeah. grand, and they were like, "This kid's gonna get us to the top. Gonna, yeah. She's gonna get us out of poverty." And so, like, high school was really rough because, like, I just didn't care. I was like a D, you know, D plus C plus. If I was absolutely wow, yeah, lucky, for sure, yeah, like, that definitely was just, is not caring. Yeah, yeah, like I just really didn't care. And then twelfth grade hit, and I must have hit my head. Because 12th grade hit and I got all A's the entire time. I graduated Damn. from high school with a 2.5, which isn't great at all. But no, that is literally lot. average. That exactly. Is, that is the <laughs> most average, average you get. But my parents, especially like other like other family members that I've had, like they were like really high up. Like they were valedictorian, you know, they were all A's, stuff like that. And I just wasn't. Gotcha. And so, like, I kind of like that. Do you, do you think your parents ever, when they're like, "Well, yeah, well, my kid's valedictorian," you're like, but they're like, "Yeah, but she's adopted." So, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, and you can't say anything bad about adopted kids because they're like, "Oh, she could have been in something worse." <laughs> it's just, I thought it was just more like, trumps. "Listen, she didn't come from us. Like, we bought her. Exactly. Like, she wasn't our first choice, but <laughs> exactly, it's like a handicap." <laughs> but so there was that, and then college, I did great. I graduated with like a three point eight. And so they were super proud about that. And then all of my jobs up until now, I have conveniently tripped upwards. Yeah, I would say that you were an awesome employee and you always ordered lunch when you worked for me. <laughs> um, Thank you. You you always ordered, you did all the phone calls I never wanted to do. You wrangled all of the people. You also do awesome work. <laughs> you're you were a great writer. <laughs> I want to say like all Thank the jokes you. aside, like you are a very good employee. Um, I know I was always like weird at work because I never wanted to call you guys like my subordinates or anything. Like mm-hmm. I was higher than you on the food chain, but I was always like, oh, no, I'm not your boss, even though I tell you exactly what to do every day and you you answer <laughs> to me. But like I'm not your boss. We have another one. We have another one. I call um, our coworkers now that are beneath me. I call them my ducklings, <laughs> and they, I like, I ask them. I'm just like, is this weird? Like, I can stop, and they're like, no, it's adorable. And so the, I just the call first them time ducklings. You were calling, I'm like, what did you do? Did you just call me a duckling? I honestly, I call everyone duckling. Even they can be is forty that years older thing? than me. I don't know why. I like, I like ducks. You like ducks, okay. I do. I like ducks. And, like, I've always been, like, that old lady in my group. Like, I've always been, like, the grandma. Like, I have hard candies in my purse all the time, and I can't see anything. (laughs) (laughs) My eyesight is horrible. So, like, I've just always been, like, I've been, like, that crazy grandma, but I've been, like, a grandma nonetheless. And so, like, everyone is just always younger than me. No matter how much older you are than me, you're younger than me. So I just call you duckling. 
do you do you think that kind of comes from like the angst that you experience as a teenager like you said like they were hoping for you to be like a savior and like you're also your parents are white and you have to deal with being black but not black enough like do you ever think that angst kind of has now just come to a head where you're just like i love everybody everyone i'm gonna be nice and i'm gonna be great because life can be shitty like do you ever think that that's like now why you have such an optimistic attitude yeah I mean, I'm I'm pessimistically optimistic. There's a specific word for that, but I forget what it is. But, you know, some people see the cup as half full. Some people see the cup as half empty. Just and I'm just cup. like, I just there's see, ah, good, there's water. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> I, think all, I, think, I don't think that has anything to do with race or adoption. I think that's just, you know, being growing up poor. Yep. That's just like, thank God yep. there's food. Like, exactly. You're just like, oh, it doesn't matter. I was so upset today because we were we were grilling and we made burgers. And like, for some reason, me and Angus, we make one burger and one hot dog, like for each of us. Okay. We, we combine the two. But the hot dogs went bad. Oh, no. And I was so upset. And then Is I was also possible? worried. And I, always, and I was also worried because like I ate like their friends in the package. Like I ate... <laughs> How do hot dogs go bad? Just well, okay, this, like, or, this is just what I think is bad. I've never funny. actually Googled if this is, like, a bad hot dog. But, like, it gets, like, this filmy wax. Oh. Exactly. And I've never noticed hot dogs to do that before. I don't know that, like, living I'm, with my I, family. I, there's never been a hot dog that would last that long around me to go exactly. bad. Well, like, I only opened these hot dogs, like, probably, like, two weeks ago. Like, is that too long for hot dogs to sit in? Like, they're not just, like, naked in my I fridge. Like, so. I put them in, like, a Ziploc baggie. I made sure the Ziploc baggie was closed. No, that doesn't... Yeah, that that does sound strange. Where Did you buy the hot dogs from, like, a dude in a trunk? Like, what, like No, they're just they're just normal hot dogs that you get in the store. I don't and know. And they bad after two weeks? Yeah. I think you want to march back up to Walmarts and throw some shade. <laughs> but with the quarantine, I don't know, just be thankful that you didn't die yeah that's the thing like as like now like as a person who like we're, we're lucky we both get to work from home now like yes our, our office allows us to do that we work for a business that's still up and running somehow through all of this so like <laughs> somehow I, try, I just try to be thankful like i tip everybody who delivers anything to me i haven't left my home in almost yes. two months now do you get your groceries delivered 100 percent, and i give Same. those people i give those people as much money as i can afford to because it's like i'm not going out there and then i use disinfectant wipes which are now all gone so now what i do is i have diluted bleach and i wipe everything down and then i wash it all so my kids don't get bleach on them <laughs> so i wash everything like three times i conveniently got a package like i'm in like in the mail like it's just like this it's this grove mm-hmm and it came with all this cleaning supplies, and I got it, like, in February. It nice. Do you have any disinfectant wipes? Can you hook me up? Yep. No, I have, like, all the disinfectant <laughs> nah, wipes. Nah. <laughs> They're all mine. Listen, I thought I was one of your ducklings. <laughs> I thought that meant I could get some wipes. Listen, you, I bet you, if you, if want you to talk travel... to Helen about karma, she would tell you to send me some disinfectant wipes. You want me to put... <laughs> what am I going to do? Pour a little bit of the juice in, shove them in a Ziploc backy, and mail them to you? How I mean, do you plan on getting them? I mean, number one, yes. Number two, you listen. We do this clandestine style, like we're like two Russian spies meeting in the middle midst of a cold war. <laughs> you put them in a container and you bury it in your front yard. And at eleven p.m., I will drive by and dig it up and then patch it, and then we'll go from there. If you're already in my front yard, you can just knock on my door and I will slide it under the door. 
All right. If you're I, already. <laughs> I want you to know that that's, those are my powers of persuasion right there is before I was getting no wipes and now you're <laughs> handing them to me. I just want you to know that's how good I am. I, I commend you. <laughs> you got me to shove disinfectant wipes under my door. Listen, I don't have a lot of skills in life. I have the gift for Gab, and one of those <laughs> things means I can get disinfectant wipes from people, okay? It has nothing to do with the fact that you're just a really sweet lady who would give me wipes. <laughs> it's because I'm so good. Uh, yes. Well, I want to say thank you so much for doing this and being on the first episode of my podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Please let me know when you when you is it is it publish? What what is the word? I, I used to say airing, like it was like nineteen ninety nine, okay. and we were going to be on public <laughs> podcasting. Now I, I would publish when it goes up. When it goes live, um, it'll be on all of the different podcast apps, except for I'm not putting it on uh, SoundCloud right now because it's just too much work. So it'll be okay. on a bunch of other ones. I'll be submitting it to Spotify and iTunes. So you can check it out over there. Okay, you can put our, for our first review, super biased. <laughs> Five stars, I'm on it. <laughs> this episode is a 12 out of 10. Exactly. This, this episode is a banger because I'm here. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I'm super excited to, to see it go live, publish. I already forgot. And I'm excited to hear who else you interview, talk with. Yeah, I don't know. Whoever says yes, probably. <laughs> that's, the, that's the genius of this <laughs> podcast is you don't have to be of any note. In fact, it's better if you are of no note. So, like, who knows? I might get my mom on here. I'm going to talk Please. to some cousins. You know, uh, my neighbor downstairs going to record through the wall. Like, it's, it's going to be a good time. <laughs> you know, anybody, honestly, whoever survives this whole COVID thing, probably going to be on the podcast. There's going to be a good 12 of us left in Michigan. So, yep. yeah, we'll get this going on. We can all live in the same apartment building. Oh, uh, well, pro we already do. There's already like six cases in my apartment building. So. Oh, my gosh. No, I know. Well, let's try not to end this on a downer. You have a wonderful <laughs> evening. Feel free to drop off whenever. And just thank you again so much. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you to everyone who listens. Okay. Don't do drugs and stay in school. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. I want to thank everybody else for listening. Thank you so much for tuning into our first episode, even though I just said this wasn't, uh, you know, being broadcast on the airwaves. And I'm saying something like tune in. But <laughs> thank you so much for listening, subscribing, like us on iTunes, drop a review. <laughs> uh, check out our other podcasts on Can't Be Killed uh, Productions. We have uh, Aiming for Mediocrity, where me and my friends just get together and talk about how we're still alive and a lot of Nick Cage quotes. And then I have some other upcoming podcasts right in the fields where me and a few friends talk about all the things that punch you right in the gut when you remember them, like your favorite cartoons as a child or trying to eat ice cream before you understood that it's going to drip everywhere. Um, and then I have a podcast coming up with my wife. It's called I Show My Wife Stuff, where we just talk about this very specific pop culture rock that she lives under, how she can be aware of songs that came out in the 50s, but then not know what family guy is things like that um as we <laughs> as we go along we also publish uh, uh web comics over on can't be killed and that is we have two comics up and go up and coming right now one is called d and do this you can check that out that's about a group of friends that play D and D and talk a lot of shit to each other and then a few other unannounced projects but look out for those over there those are also over on tapas which is a webcomic app if you never heard of it and i just want to say thank you bye